Welcome to the Wednesday night tailgate where the tailgate party never ends. I'm your host, Drill Sarnsy. We might not be on Wednesday and it might be the any weeknight tailgate, but we are here. The NFL season has ended, Super Bowl over, and we are here to recap what happened on that Super Bowl Sunday. Incredible Super Bowl overtime between the Chiefs and 49ers. We almost made it to the first ever double overtime, which would have been funny as Adam Schefter tweeted that a senior production person over at CBS had heard that the NFL script had said it would go to double overtime. We were like three seconds away from our first ever double overtime Super Bowl. But in the end, Patrick Mahomes and the Kansas City Chiefs, 26-23 in what was an incredible game. But before we get too far into that, you know I cannot do this show by myself. I must bring on one of my co-hosts for this evening, my tag team partner, the deepest voice of any 21-year-old college student you've ever heard, ladies and gentlemen, Jai. And he is muted. Good job, Jai. Oh. Great technical. Are you alive, <laughs> yes, Jai? Yes, I am alive. How you doing, Sarge? Good to talk to I'm you. doing great. How are you? I am hanging in there. I was sick for the back half of last week, so if you noticed or if anybody else noticed why my energy level last Wednesday night was in the toilet, it was right around the same time. I didn't know it, but I started to get sick, and then I wasn't feeling good uh, Thursday. I somehow got through Super Bowl weekend and the job and waking up at the, you know, the ass crack of dawn going and serving at church on a Sunday and I was able to make it through okay but now I am a hunt I went on I was running on 70 to 80 percent for the entire weekend and now I'm back at a full hundred percent for only the second day uh, but outside of that I'm doing uh, I'm doing, I'm doing all right. glad we got you at a hundred percent Jai love love to hear it so let let's get right into it Jai yes Chiefs 26 Niners 23, overtime Super Bowl. First with the new first overtime game with the new rules. For what it, overall thoughts of the game in general? Um I say it's a top in terms of uh because we probably are gonna have a little bit of this conversation sometime tonight. It's the top ten Super Bowl of my lifetime, so you know, circa two thousand and two. But I wouldn't necessarily call – it's not a top five, and it's nowhere near the greatest Super Bowl of all time because it was a little bit of a, of a drag, boring snooze fest for a good you know two-fifths of the football game mm-hmm. and even a little bit into the third quarter. So it wasn't – and I understand, listen, I'm not the type of football fan that needs to see 42-28 in order to see a, or excuse me, 42, 35 in order for me to see a good entertaining football game, but the sloppiness on offense, the pre-snap penalties, the, uh, you know, the, 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 the fumbles, it's just, I mean, I, I, it was like watching a preseason game or watching a week one game with the amount of, and with the amount of alarming sloppiness that we saw from the both teams to start the game, mm-hmm. uh, and and where they were just allergic to the end zone. I mean, they were they were yeah. racking up yards ad infinitum, but they treated the end zone like it was poison. 
mm-hmm. which was problematic. But I mean, it was it was a solid football game, an excellent third quarter, excuse me, an excellent fourth quarter, an excellent overtime, solid football game all in all. Uh, you know, one of the better playoff games we ended up getting, you know, of this last month and a half of playoff football, yeah. but it was not a not top ten greatest Super Bowl of all time or top five of this century for that matter. But solid yeah. football game nevertheless. I don't disagree with that. Like you said, first three quarters was, you know, not very entertaining. That but we got a I think we got a very good fourth quarter and very good overtime. So it that the end I think you know, the last, the fourth quarter of overtime made up for what the third, the first three quarters gave us. Absolutely. So, Absolutely. All in all, uh, I thought a pretty good game. So I know we got Sugar Shane Falco, no Yeet Shane Uso in the chat. Oh, well, hold on. Crapper is here. Crapper. Yes. Hold on. Let's bring him on. Ladies and gentlemen, our other tag team partner for this evening the man with the absolute shittiest takes in all of talk radio. Ladies and gentlemen, Crapper. You know, I'm starting to believe that we got to change that moniker. I mean, if you think about it, you know, my takes have been pretty good lately. And Soldier Field Heist has got my back. So if you take that all into account, I think really the one with the shitty takes recently has been Jai. How? Ooh, how? Ooh. Wow, what are you talking about? I don't. I'm. I'm gonna take you to task later, Jai. But before Whoa. we go too much further, ah, oh, damn it, damn it, do it again, Shane. Hold on. What? What are you? What are you? What are you doing? We are gonna I bring on. on time and you're a mess. We're bringing on the Godfather of the Wednesday Night Tailgate, ladies and gentlemen, Sugar Shane Falco. Good evening, oh, no. gentlemen. How we doing? Oh no! What's going on, Shane? <laughs> no, nah, my happy. friend. How are you? I'm doing all right. Uh, by the way, I forgot to mention this too. I'm actually doing this show from my grandparents' house because <laughs> my house, because my uh, Baltimore bunker, if you will, my uh, resident shithole that's about a half a mile away from campus. <laughs> We may or may not have a uh, have a bunch of Jerry's roaming around, which Uh-oh. freaks the hell out of me. <laughs> something I just will not stand for. So right, we'll be safe out, out there. I'm hiding Most out definitely. from the Jerry's. But I, we want Sugar Shane. Place. You know, tweeted at the show earlier. Said he's got something to say. So Sugar Shane, yes, the floor is yours. Thank you, sir. Ah. Uh, I'll tell you what, man. I I gotta give the devil his due. The devil his due. Uh, oh, come! This is this is pitiful. Jackson Mahomes really stepped up during that. <laughs> he really took care of that kid who got separated from his parents. Uh, you know what? He might be a piece of shit, but you know he he he's all right in my books. I feel a little better hearing that. Good. Oh, you knew I wasn't going to go there, my friend. Uh, if you, oh, my <laughs> God. No if, you, if, you went there, if you went there, I was leaving the show forever. Oh, hell no. Dude. I, mi- I might have had to disown our friendship. Nah, man. This hate is eternal. You have no worries there. <laughs> Hold on. Ladies and gentlemen, I think he did say he would call in if the Chiefs won. Soldier Field Heist has joined the show. Oh, my goodness. It, and he goes oh. on mute. Oh. <laughs> no. No. Wait. 
<laughs> he keeps playing. Oh, he's playing with our emotions again, Crapper. Playing my emotions. The anticipation. I just, I just gave him the full compliment of having his backing, and then he comes on, teases with my heart, and goes on mute. We still don't know who he is. All I know, as long as it's not JP. If it's JP, I'm going to be very upset. <laughs> <laughs> not Saturday Night Smoke is with us, so it's not JP. Soldier Field Ice, would you like to say hello to the to the Wednesday Night Tailgate fans? It's me, Sergeant Crapper. It's Oh, it's been tie back all along. <laughs> oh no. No. <laughs> I've been supporting tie back. No. no. Yes. <laughs> I mean, well, it's better than JP. It's better than JP. Oh man, he's he's had you this whole time, Crapper. <laughs> he had you too. I didn't. I had no idea who it was. I didn't know it was Tyback, but <laughs> that's okay. You know, what? I still I'm supporting Tyback, even though I had to pay him. Then uh, I think I had to pay him money during the Royal Rumble. Oh yeah, yeah. do I have to claim uh, claim that on my taxes as income? Uh, no, 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 you do not. All right, thanks. You know, unless unless you're clearing twenty thousand dollars on your uh, Venmo, you're all right. No. My OnlyFans isn't that good. <clears throat> oh, no. Jesus. Oh, although, I, although I will say, though, I am going to – I might have to report JP to the IRS for all that unpaid money Babs gives him as a secretary. <laughs> I mean, and when I say unpaid money, I mean all the money Babs didn't pay him. Yeah. So. Well, this show has quickly deteriorated, but it, it got lots of laughs. So I excellent. When I came on, come on now. I, you know, I thought you had. I don't know. You said you had something you want to get off your chest. Uh, you know, I, I couldn't. Put the, I couldn't put that out into the X verse. It, it had to go to its rightful place on here. So Shane was the only one who knew who I was. Surprise, Sydney. So this was a setup for him to come on. Then for me. <laughs> wow. Did Doc, so Doc didn't know either? Nobody. He did not know. All right. So now that we got the whole band, everyone, basically everyone except Ruick, who's been a host on this show. Um, let, let's go to you, Shane. What, what did you think of the game, Shane? Jai already, you know, me and Jai gave our thoughts. So what did you think of the game, Shane? I'll be, I, I mean, straight shooter. I didn't watch the game. I really didn't. <laughs> <laughs> what? Didn't. My my little one wanted to watch the SpongeBob broadcast, but I was like, no, 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 we're not doing that. I love SpongeBob just as much as the next person, but no, I didn't. I did not watch a single down. I don't know any commercials that were on. I I was disconnected from anything uh, sports related. And uh, doing what exactly? I was being a dork and playing two K. He was beating it. Yeah, <sighs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. Boy, yeah, that's pretty – wow, didn't even watch the Super Bowl. All right. Nah, nah. No, this is uh, two years in a row I haven't watched it. Yeah. Well, I guess when your hated rivals are in it and win it, you don't turn it on. So That is correct, sir. Yeah. There yeah, the last know. Super Bowl I watched, I got drunk with Buck. So <laughs> This is true. Oh. <laughs> well, that was three years – that was yeah. three years ago. Yes, sir. Because that wasn't even – well, four years ago because that wasn't even the Bengals-Rams. That was Bucks yeah. chiefs right? Yes, sir. Yep. I guess that's three, three or four. I don't know. Yeah. All it's, right. It's been three. Three. Yeah. 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 yeah, it'll right. be, yeah three years sober in August. So, yeah. Nice. <laughs> All right. Well, there we go. Uh, we're done with you then, Shane, on the game. Uh, Good. <laughs> tie back. Soldier Field Heist. What did you think of the game? Not enough Taylor Swift. Oh, yes. <laughs> right, crap. Tell him, crapper. Yes. Oh, fuck. 
I'm with guys, Jai on this you, one, man. You guys need to get drug tested and, and need to be Please re-examined don't. for your man card and some testosterone examinations. I don't, wait, wait. Wh- Did you just ask how that we have to get a question for our man card, yet all these hot college co-eds are walking around your school? And you talked to not, none of them? What the, have I'm you taking your man me? card right now. Hold on. First of all, first of all, first of all, let me be very, very clear. Okay, it's not, it hasn't even been until recently within the last week or so where they've been some fairly attractive ones that I've seen just walking throughout campus. Prior to that, it was a landmine for circus clowns, rats, and degenerates. Sometimes you have to catch a few grenades. I don't go to... I don't go to school in Beverly Hills. I go to school in Baltimore, as I said with my Taylor Swift rant three weeks ago. Okay, I don't. I don't go to school at NYU. I don't go to school at USC or UCLA. Okay, so and trust me, you're better off keeping your head down, handling your business, and farting around. You know, with the with these degenerates out here, out here in these four one zero streets. All right. Well, as long as as long as their name isn't Uncle Mo, Thunder Gulch, Cigar. Secretariat, you know, you're right. <laughs> JP, you're so full of shit. Your eyes are brown. You're not that creative. Come on. Yes. <laughs> Come on. And for those that don't know, JP has posted, Jai was just upset that they didn't have enough Clydesdales in the commercials this yeah, year. Man. That's what he's really upset about. I have never cared about the Super Bowl commercials because entertainment. Jai, Jai still doesn't so... miss it. Jai still misses the joke. I know. I got the joke. It's just not funny. Um, <laughs> No, I could care less about the commercials. Just give me the game. And I don't need, again, for the 90th, millionth, zillionth time, I could care less about Taylor Swift. I don't care about Travis Kelsey. Kelsey did nothing in the game until the fourth quarter. And it was like the camera was on her every five seconds. She was the damn president of the United States. I mean, I just, it just, and I could care less about the influx in female viewership. I could give two craps about about you know some eight about eight-year-old daughters now all of a sudden giving two iotas about football with their fathers now all of a sudden it's a it's a sporting event okay it's not access hollywood i could care less give me the freaking football for the for the for the for the last time this season that's so, enough I'm jai not you say you say all this jai i'm not right? interested with the ice spice i don't even care you know to be to be uh made aware that jay-z and beyonce are at the game and i love those two i'm not interested okay is, is this football or or is it jai, the oscars how much fo- how much football is actually played in a football game what do you mean 11 minutes there you go tie back what are you supposed the game takes three plus hours and you actually only get 11 minutes of action what are they supposed to show you uh, for the other they didn't 160 Brock, they didn't minutes? Show me, they didn't show me Brock Purdy's parents as much. They didn't. They showed show you Brock Purdy's parents. I saw Brock Purdy's parents quite much. a bit. Not of course you're much. not going to see them as much not if you as, saw them. Not, not Taylor was much. only on for like 57 seconds. Yeah, spread across the span of a four-hour broadcast. Yeah, you guys know how long of a, of a of a still shot is in a broadcast. When next time you watch either a football game, sporting event, or you catch a rerun of this game, take your stopwatch on your iPhone and time how long of a, of a still shot when they when they flash the different people in between plays. Take a stopwatch and time how long it takes, and then and then the, for every single I, time you time it, you do the math in your head of how many times they showed her throughout the broadcast. It's not like that they put the camera on or once and it was on to 56 seconds alone oh. and then that was it yeah but, okay but Charlie, they do that 
for all celebrities, owners, of course. Well, okay. Well, well, I mean, who has who has as much juice as Taylor Swift right now? Oh God, Jesus Christ! They better get the camera off of Jerry Jones then. Exactly. Get the camera. Yeah, please. uh, They do put the camera on Jerry Jones all the time. Yep. As I'm saying, Jai, they've been Jai. Just they've been they showing it, just because they do it shorts doesn't Jai, mean you gotta like it. They've been showing celebrities and fan not reactions. To this extent, not to they've this been showing to celebrities and fan reactions in sporting events since the eighties, Jai. This isn't some new not to this is it's, not to this. Oh my god. I bet and you it, they have even, this nobody even, gives a shit. And even and even if that is the case, I st- even if that is the case, when I go on social media and I scroll through my Twitter and my Instagram timeline. The, this is not from like entertainment sites or some Swifty fan club bullcrap. No, this is from ESPN, Sports Center, CBS Sports, NFL, and I get beaten over the head with the Taylor Swift foolishness. And, well, do, you, do you know why? Do you know why? Because they want likes and clicks, Jai. What's going to get more likes and clicks? Uh, how about, what's how gonna, about, how about, how about the this? Super Bowl? What's going to get more likes and clicks, Taylor Swift or a story about the punter or the kicker or the backup center? What's going to get more likes and clicks? Sarge, I'm not talking about I'm not talking about a news expose. I'm talking about simple like clips of, of the broad of the broadcast mic'd up. That I'm not talking about you know uh, uh, you know uh, a, a, a a story in People magazine. I'm talking about general. Tweets and insta- tweets and Instagram posts where they are supposed to be showing us video of the actual event that you know the the, the the game itself, and I'm seeing you know Taylor Swift here. Taylor here's her chugging a beer. Here's her on after the field on you know with with Kelsey on the field. So I'm I'm sick of it. So what about when they show like Joe Burrow over. chugging a beer at a Cincinnati Reds game? Is that okay? Because I know they show stuff like that too. Yeah, Aaron Rodgers chugging a beer at a Milwaukee Bucks game. They show that. Yeah, but here. But, hey, uh, what's the difference? What's the difference? Because they play. What's the difference? Sports. They okay, but they're not playing sports. professional sports at that game, are they, Jai? Hey, but Jen, no, don't are get they? disingenuous. Do not get disingenuous. I'm not getting they're disingenuous. Athletes. They're on. They're on. It's sorry, just underneath the umbrella of sports. It's underneath the umbrella. Oh, of sports. and even okay. and even then, and even so, then, you see it once, and it's goodbye. It's so nonstop Taylor Swift since the since the Chiefs played Jet Jets on that Sunday night in early October. It's so they nonstop. Well, let me ask this: So they don't promoter. they don't show athletes at Taylor Swift concerts? They don't show that. Where's I know the they do, honey. About uh, Donna Kelsey last year when they kept on talking about her. Yeah, Donna Kelsey was no. They showed Donna Kelsey one time, and that was when she was like well, he's talking by about, herself. Five he's talking about last year. Last they year. showed they showed her. All the time. Was it that big of a deal last year? Nope. It wasn't. No. But Donna because Kelsey's an okay. old white lady. But, but again, Donna Kelsey's the mother. If they want to show her 90,000. So Taylor times, Swift is the boyfriend, the girlfriend of Travis Kelsey and the most. Re- she's that probably the most recognizable person on the planet at this point. I don't point. care. I don't care. I do, okay. I do not care. I don't okay. care. It's no okay, skin off my ass. I, okay. I don't care. I do Obviously, it is. Because you ranted about it on your show. Now you're ranting about it on this show. Yes. And you know what? CBS enjoyed it to the most viewed Super Bowl in the history of the NFL. So. It would have been the most viewed Super Bowl to begin with anyway. I don't know. But Jai is very hurt by Taylor Swift. 
Very I hurt. can't. I, no, when I'm hurt, what I'm not even hurt. What I'm annoyed by is the overwhelming level of obsession that Ameri- that the majority of America, the majority of the sports world has dedicated to this indiv- to this individual simply it, because she's romantically inclined with somebody. It's okay, Jai. I, I, I got you. How old are you now? I'm 21. I'll be 22 this spring. Can you just say, how old are you going to be this spring again? 22. Say that number again? 22. Oh, no. Okay. Just- <laughs> <laughs> he got it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that joke never goes out of style. Oh, I made a Taylor Swift That's joke. Terrible. There you go. 22. <laughs> yes. But tie back and chain. Of course, you guys will get this. This is like wrestling fans complaining about when some celebrity gets a spot at WrestleMania. Oh, how, how kind of like The Rock right now. Yes. How? Oh, because of the Cody Crybabies? Yes. yes. I'm saying, how, how long nuggets and show them up your ass? How long have wrestling fans been complaining about how WWE is trying to get the celebrity in there instead of our people? It's the same thing. It's just when did WrestleMania begin? 1984, 1985. Yeah, I think right. 85. It's just it's a way to get more eyes on the product, Jai. Mm-hmm. I don't. So what? That doesn't mean I gotta like it. And it's like that the NFL needs the extra I know, but why is it? I just don't know anyway. why it bothers you so much. Like, I just told you why it bothers just me. Just let it. Why let everybody's? It go. Why everybody's just upset? She's a say. I I understand like the import the stranglehold that she has on American pop culture. Today. I understand that, and I understand. Okay, she's romantically inclined with Travis Kelsey. God bless them both. But why do I, as a football fan, have to feel the need to be aware of every single move and every single whereabout that they have? Just don't I, pay it, attention it's, it's when not, they put it it's on. Not, it's not important. How can stop, I? How okay. stop letting it bother you? I. I don't care that Taylor Swift's on my TV. It's just, okay, she's on. Whatever. But when it's incessant every single time. You got you got you guys know me long enough. When I I, I don't like being annoyed. Like when that person's sitting on you on the school <laughs> oh, bus that's constantly poking you in the shoulder, eventually I'm either gonna slap the hand away or tell them the STFU because I got a very low pain tolerance for bull or, or excuse me, low tolerance level for bull drive. And that's what it is, just just constant bull jive. Constant. I, I love that we're taught to talk about the game, we're talking about Taylor Swift instead of the actual game. You <laughs> she wins the game. Can we get this, guy, we get this guy a Jeannie Russo? Yes. Jeannie Russo. Jeannie? Jeannie? Um Crapper, I want to ask you first. Yes, sir. Who is to blame on the San Francisco side for this loss? Um, or is there or is there anyone to really blame? Oh no, it's Shanahan. It's all Shanahan. It's a hundred percent Shanahan. Nothing else but Shanahan. And first of all, the Steve Wilkes thing, give me a fucking break. All right. What was mm-hmm. he supposed to do? You're not stopping Mahomes in that spot. End of story. Yes. The, mis- the mistake is very simple. You were third and four at the two minute warning. At was it the Kansas City, whether at the twenty? It was the Kansas City, I twenty five. It was the Kansas yeah. City. You were in field goal range. They were in field goal range. Right. So you you know it's one of two situations there. Either you get the first down, you run out the clock, and you basically have a chip shot field goal to win. Because even if they let Kansas you run City, through them, Kansas City, Kansas City, thirty five. Thirty five. So the thir- I thought they were closer than the thirty five. Thirty five. 
All right, well, either way, at that point, either you are kicking the field goal, giving them the ball back, and Mahomes has a minute and 45 seconds to score a touchdown, or at the very worst, send it to overtime. That's number one. Number two, you throw, put the ball on the throw. So you're stopping the clock anyway. So even if you're not going to go for like you're just going to try to pick up the first down on a throw, it would make more sense on a run because at least you forced Kansas City to burn their last time out. So instead, you throw a ball, incomplete, clock stops, you get the field goal, you give Mahomes two timeouts to get down the field. And yet the defense actually managed to stop him. He didn't score a touchdown. The defense actually did a good job. <coughs> then you get to overtime. And his dumbass decides to take the ball. If it was the new playoff rules, I, you got to take didn't the ball. Know. Which you, you didn't got, know. Right. You got to take it second. Because if you go with the first, if you get the ball first, you have three downs. If you take the ball second, you probably have four. And even Kansas City was like, what the hell are they doing? They took the ball. Okay, yeah. great. Good for them. It's just terrible game management. No idea what he was doing. I bet it's me. It's third and four. You know what you do? You live and die by McCaffrey. McCaffrey gets the ball twice. You get five yards, you win the game. Yep. You don't get five yards, you lose it because you're going to lose the ball on downs. Yes. But you go for it. You give the ball to McCaffrey, and you live or die by him. End yes. of story. That's how you play that game. Yes. I, I agree. I think the other thing I think – that I would touch on crapper is they had three drives in the third quarter that all went three and out. Christian McCaffrey is having a monster game. The first half, right? Five out of six straight passes. No, it was three, three straight, three and outs. He threw the ball eight out of nine plays. Anyway. How do you That's run the ball only once with a 10, three lead and then a 10, six lead? Because they all think they're smarter than the game. They're like, Oh, well, now they expect the run, so let me throw a pass. Yet the pet running has been worth dominating the entire game. Just mm -hmm. stupid. Stupid. He, and he you, deserved what he Yeah, he should have been fired. Yep. And you wasted no clock, and you gave Mahomes extra possessions and chances, and then eventually, like, I'm watching this game at the bar, you know, with my coworker because I was in Tampa, and I'm thinking, like, San Francisco is dominating this first half of the game, but they're not scoring. And I'm like, they need to get more points because I knew Mahomes at some point was going to figure it out, which he did. And then, you know, eventually they won the game. And it's just, you know, you got to put points on the board. And I think, like, are we saving McCaffrey for the end of the game? Because, I mean, there's nothing to save him for. Let him heal the rest of the season. Run him into the ground. The guy, the guy is a workhorse. He could have touched the ball 35 times in that game and still been destroying them. So I blame... Shanahan, like like 95%, you know, if not 100. Um, Shane, you know, I don't know if you have anything, but tie back, what do you think? I do. Oh, go ahead, Shane. I'll interject on this one. Uh, here's a fun little take. I blame the offensive coordinator because, like, like uh, you guys said before, McCaffrey. That's Shanahan. Oh, well, yeah, that dumb, stupid son of a bitch. <laughs> and I know you guys are going to be like, oh, here we go. Shane's going to bring it up again. So rewind to Christmas Day. When the Raiders were in Arrowhead, what they did there, they it was the fucking blueprint. This is how you beat the Chiefs. You play bully ball. You fucking lock in that triangle chokehold, and you do not let go until the motherfucker passes out. These guys had a lead. They couldn't hold on to it. No. Get more aggressive with your play calls. 
keep your fucking foot on the pedal until you run out of gas. I, I, I just don't understand why they, why they changed up the strategy in the second half. I just don't mm -hmm. get it. Thinks he's smarter than everybody else. What do you, what do you think? Idiot. This is the third time he's blown a lead in a, in a Super Bowl. Oh yes, third time. And the I, war on the number three later. <laughs> <laughs> I blame Shanahan for showing goddamn Mike McDaniel how to abandon, how to abandon the run. <laughs> just spit out my water. <laughs> uh, you're right, because he does the same thing for you down in Miami. Yes, he does. Mm -hmm. What about you, Jai? Do you agree or disagree with the Shanahan, with us blaming Shanahan for the loss? I agree. Uh, Shanahan, he's a Super Bowl choke artist. It's just that's all there is to it. I mean, they they start the overtime. Why are you not running the football? And they puts the ball in Brock Purdy's hands, and he nearly throws interception that was game over right from the first play to start the overtime. We discussed how he how he somehow you had a week off in between the conference championship game and the Super Bowl. You also had a week off prior to your playoff game against Green Bay. So it's like you had two weeks off in the last month, and yet at any point in time did they did he not decide, hey guys, playoff time. Just in case, you know, we play an overtime game, here's the rules, here's the protocols, and here's what I want you guys to say to the, to the official at the coin toss if we're in a situation where we win the where we win the where we win the coin toss. None of that. He's got all these players that you know sit up at the press conference after the game. Well, I didn't know the rules. Well, I didn't know the rules. I, the rules. I mean, that's his responsibility. He's head coach. He's been in football a long time. He sh he sh he should know the who. He, I mean, his father was a coach, two time Super Bowl champion with the Broncos back in the late nineties, and somehow Kyle Shanahan doesn't make sure his team doesn't know the rules. You know, when when they're playing a game that's the pinnacle of their season, just extreme coaching malpractice. And then furthermore. They let Chris Jones go unblocked on the third and four in the overtime. If he gets blocked, Juwan Jennings was wide open in the flat, not to mention they had IU wide open in the middle of the end zone. That same play, just just sheer insanity. Why run slants coming out of two-minute warning? Crapper brought it up. Run slants, all-out blitz, third and four coming out of two-minute warning. Why throw the ball in that situation? If you're going to throw the ball in that situation, why slants against an all-out blitz? Why? Why not? Why not? Just all goes. Uh, I just, just stupid. And in here again, abandon the run. Chris McCaffrey had twenty-two carries on the afternoon. Brock Purdy had thirty-eight. They led no more than ten points. They were down by no more than what seven. So I mean, makes try to make sense of that for me. And they put the ball in. You know, let's be honest. You know, an average at best quarterback's hands. He's not Patrick Mahomes. Your best offensive, your best offensive player on your roster is Christian McCaffrey. Why not let him take over the game? Which I said the week before, which would be the key for San Francisco to win in that game. And Kyle Shanahan obviously does not listen to the show and shows and shows uh, otherwise. Six plays to start the third quarter. They had their first six plays in the second half. They threw the football five times. Make, make well, any sense of that. They, well, they, they threw the ball. It was eight out of nine plays, Jai, of the yeah. first to start the second half. Eight Just out of nine, terrible. they threw the football. 
Mahomes throws the interception like the second and the third play of the third quarter. They have the ball in short, you know, in, in great field position, yep. and outside, don't even run it once, and don't and don't run, and don't even bother to run it. Just terrible. And then his time management to, to end the first half was very was highly suspect. Reminded me of of his uh, horrendous time management at the end at the fir- at the end of the first half of the Green Bay game, and he and he had George Kittle. You know, uh, uh, essentially, his glorified right tackle. I mean, please explain to me how you're all pro, pro bowl tight end. I understand that you know game plan and all this nonsense. He's one of the better players on the field. I mean, he's he own he realistically speaking is the only roster is the only player outside of the obvious wide receivers. He's the only guy that can go head for head. You know nose to nose with Chaz Kelsey in terms of who is the best, you know, at that specific position. George Kittle is every is every bit as talented as Travis Kelsey is. Kelsey is the better player, but Kittle's just as much as talented as Travis Kelsey is, if not better, because he's a better blocker. Well, apparently Kyle Shanahan took that to heart because he only got three targets, caught two balls on four on four receiving yards. I mean, what are we doing? And then the key to this game that really not everybody's talking about is that the San Francisco 49ers offense was three of twelve on third downs. Three of twelve. That's terrible. Yeah. You, you can't win Super Bowls going three of twelve on third <clears throat> downs and using George Kittle as a glorified extra right tackle. You, you I mean, Shanahan, he's he's just terrible. And we should have saw this coming a mile away in the Green Bay game where Jordan Love gifted them that game and Dan Campbell throwing Gibbs's fumble and drop passes by the Lions wide receivers gifted them the AFC Championship game three weeks ago. We should have known the writing was on the wall then. And lo and behold, I think we knew. It, well, I didn't know. Uh, I pick, I, yeah, but, I picked the Chiefs. But so. we saw it coming a mile away. And there are two playoff wins, and and I tell you something right now, if they had bet, if they had a better coach, a better coach, in both of their playoff wins against uh, Detroit and against Green Bay, they wouldn't even have played in the game on Sunday afternoon. Because and but they were fortunate to get there. And what is Shanahan? He does what he does best. He chokes away double digit leads in the, in the Super Bowl. That's what mm-hmm. he is, and that's who he is. You know, yep. and 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 the sooner everybody you know comes on the same page in the same book on the on this premise, the you know the better off is going to be. And then using Steve Wilkes, who now listen, he wasn't exactly perfect in his own right because he allowed Mahomes on back to back possessions to march up and down the field without resistance. And Steve Wilkes and what he's going to oh, come no, on. I'm not, no, I'm not come saying on. it's his fault. I'm not saying it's his fault. He... I'm saying what I'm saying is where I could see Shanahan fired him was because he decided to blitz on third and two with 44 seconds to go in regulation and he and Mahomes hit uh, McKinnon on a screen route with space and he was able to get the first down which kept the drive alive and I believe put the ball into San Francisco territory if I'm not mistaken if not deeper into territory oh, st- and no, he decided no, no. Stop, to erroneously stop, stop, blitz on third come on. and no, no, six come on. And Jai, it's, third, it's, third, I know. it's third and two so what you're going to give him two downs to sit back and give him prevent defense at least he everybody took a shot knows and gamble you, to try to get home. You, you don't. But, okay, if he did but it, Jai, once, you don't. Jai, do it he twice. held Mahomes and that I offense under, guys, to six point. points in the I first under, three quarters. Yeah, I know. and it took a free play on a punt return to for that Chiefs to even be in it. I don't blame Wilkes at all because he did a, he, he did enough 
for the 49ers to win, and Brock Purdy did enough for the 49ers to win. I'm it's not, Shanahan. I'm not. No, I. I you, just, you guys, you guys are not listening to what I'm well, saying. You're trying to. You're saying, oh, well, Wilkes did this, Wilkes did that. Like he well, did yeah, more than enough. I'm giving. You know, no, I'm giving you guys perspective of what probably Shanahan was thinking when he. Decided Shanahan was thinking. Someone my own ass. Yes, someone needs to be fired. So I'm going to fire the defensive coordinator because I'm not going to fire myself. Yes, yeah, and I and I think that and I think that's weak. I'm in. Full it is super. All I'm saying is that from Shanahan's perspective, he's looking at he's looking at those blitz decisions on third downs, which and you know, for face facts, it kept the ball and kept momentum on Kansas City's side, and they were pivotal plays in their respective drives that helped them win the game. I'm not saying that Steve Wilkes' feet should be held to the fire and that he's the worst defensive coordinator in America, because he isn't. All I'm saying is that from Shanahan's perspective, he probably, when he sat back and he either watched the tape or looked at the play-by-play sheet, he probably said those two decisions to send an all-out blitz on third down ended up, you know, screwed us. So he said, well, as a result, I'll throw one to the alligators and throw them out the window. That necessarily that doesn't mean make him right. I'm just should have thrown the special teams coach to the fucking alligators. Is that I, too- I would agree with that too because Jake Moody is terrible. Yes. That and the fucking decision on the punt. Like, why didn't the guy, Raymond McLeod, just jump on the football? But, yeah, you know, I digress. Crap, I want to know, um, before we get to the Chiefs, what do you think of Brock Purdy's performance on Super Bowl Sunday? He was a very good game manager. He didn't win him a game, but he didn't make any mistakes to lose him a game. He, he played well. Everything that you could have asked him to do, he did against the tough. Remember, Kansas City's defense is no joke. It's a tough defense. Mm-hmm. They're the best in the league. So you're basically saying, like, here you are playing against the top five defense, and he still managed to put up enough points to win a game. Yep. With Steve Spagnuolo, who is now, I think he has the most Super Bowl wins of any coordinator in, in NFL history. In NFL history. So. You're going against one of the best defensive court, which we talked about last week. Big how great spec- yes, big game defensive coordinators. And like you said, I he didn't have a perfect game, but I think he did more than he enough, did, right? He, he, he did, did more than enough to win. win the football game, right? Yes. He did enough. And you know what? And, and here's the point. If they, if they win that game, Brock Purdy's getting paid. I think he should get paid anyway. He'll probably will by somebody, but he's not going to get paid, you know, more than thirty million. No, I don't think that. Even if they won, but I'm saying he'll get paid by the 49ers. They're not. They're not letting him go anywhere. No, he's he's getting paid. Definitely. And yes, Jai, he did more than enough to win that football game. If he did more than a, if Sarge, if he did more than enough, they would have scored more than twenty two points. Was it his fault that Christian McCaffrey fumbled on the opening drive? No, it was not. But okay, uh, was it his fault that Jake Moody had his extra point blocked? No, it was not. Was it his fault that Ray Ray McLeod fumbled the punt? No. By the way, if Jake Moody has that extra point, makes that extra point. I still think the Chiefs win. They just get a touchdown. I yeah, they probably well, they were uh, who knows? They would have had one more play, you know, to try and score a touchdown. Well, yeah, but he also probably doesn't take the passes that are like five or six yards across the middle or whatever. Yes. I, who knows? But I'll say this, right? And people want to – I know you don't you're, like Brock Purdy. You say that? Jai. 
Yeah, he's, I'm going to yeah, say he's this. Average at best. He's a, he's he's better than average, Jai. Okay. He's average. He's a top. When, he's a top 15, 16 quarterback. In the league. He's, he's better than average. He's, a, he's above average. He's above average, and he ain't better. And that's as high as it goes. He's a well, better version of Ryan Tannehill. Yes. He's definitely player. better than Ryan Tannehill, and he's better than Jimmy Garoppolo. Okay, I'll tell and you he's that. He's better than Derek Carr too, with his goofy J.C. Penny Christmas catalog looking stuff. There you go. Well, all I know is Jimmy G and Brock Purdy both lost Super Bowls. In three years. You, you know, know what? He's better than he's better than Aiden O'Connell. With that, <laughs> with that logic, that? it's debatable. Well, <laughs> well, you know what, Jai? With well, that logic, then he's as good as Joe Burrow. No, he's not because, because Joe Burrow's beaten the Joe, Kansas City Chiefs. Did Joe Burrow win a Super Bowl? He Joe lost Burrow, the Super Bowl, right? Yeah, did Joe Burrow Joe, win a Super Bowl? Joe Burrow did not Joe, play the the Kansas City Chiefs I'm, in Super Bowl. He I'm not LA saying. Rams. I'm saying. Don't did Joe Burrow? There. You said he had to win a Super Bowl yes, to be to better than Jimmy Garoppolo himself, to differentiate himself from Jimmy Garoppolo. Okay. Aiden O'Connell beat the Kansas City Chiefs. I'm just throwing that out there, and he didn't complete a pass for three quarters. <laughs> Factor that in. The last thing I say about Brock Purdy, the last three times he touched the football, he led his team on game leading drives and left with the lead all three times. So how could you say he did not That's do why enough? I said he to did, I, no, I didn't say that. I said he didn't do more than enough. He did enough. He did not do more than enough. I think he did enough. And I think, yeah, I, put think him, did, I think he did enough too, but your words were he did more than enough. And I don't think he did more than enough. He I think he did more enough than enough. If if any of the craziness with the 49ers doesn't happen, they win the game. Like the McCaffrey fumble, the punt fumble, the blocked extra point. Any any of those things don't happen, they win the game. And Brock Purdy's potentially the MVP. It's either him or the Jennings guy. No, Jennings has been the MVP. One of them. But I'm just saying, they, or McCaffrey. But I'm saying they win this, they win the Super Bowl. So... I, I just I'm tired of the Brock Purdy heat. The guy is good, and he's not mid. He's not he's average. Mid, yeah, he yeah, is better than average. Okay. He's, he's above average mid. Exactly. There you go. Above, above average, average mid. mid. But I, no more Brock Purdy no more, slander. No more than that. No more Brock Purdy slander on this show. All right. <laughs> well, shit. Don't hold your breath. Well, Don't you know, hold when he's, your breath. When he's another top five, when he's top five in all the categories again next year, what are you going to say then? Well, again, he's a product of his system. Oh, here we go. Product of the system. He is. Okay. I told you. We, we had the conversation last week. You put yes. Patrick Mahomes. You put Brock Purdy on the Kansas City I don't. I, this it's year. not the. They oh, here we go with going this. Going to the Super Bowl. <laughs> you put and, him on this team, blah, blah, blah. You know what? You know, let me, well, let me ask you a question. If Can everybody put, run the show? If you put Josh Allen on the San Francisco 49ers, do they win the game on Sunday? I don't know because I don't think he can run the Shanahan system. So there's that. I'm talking based on ability. Simply based on ability. If you put Josh Allen on or you put Josh Allen on the 49ers. I don't know because you know what? Josh Allen probably throws three interceptions. So who the hell knows? I'm asking a Jet fan. I shouldn't have known yes. better. But I, okay, but we've how many times have we talked on this show about Josh Allen and his turnovers? No, I agree with that. But okay. I'm telling you right so you now, can't, if you, you if can't you told go, if you told me who would I rather have as my quarterback, Brock Purdy or Josh Allen, I'm taking yeah. Josh Allen every day of the week and twice on Sunday. All right. And, and I'll live and I'll live with his turnovers. And you'll live with the turnovers and Brock Purdy won't turn the ball over and they'll probably listen, win. 
Sometimes I I need and would want a quarterback that's willing to take that risk to go out there and get a get and, and steal a game. And Brock Purdy simply does not do that. Playing it safe does not win you championships. Case All in right. point with the game on Sunday. Okay. I thought he played well. So um now I'm gonna ask you this, Jai. Yeah. Enough with the Niners, because they lost. <laughs> we go to the Chiefs. Oh, jeez. Three Super Bowls in five years. Patrick Mahomes, six years as a starter, has gone to six AFC championship games, four Super Bowls, won three, and this was probably, I'm going to say, his best performance with the cast that he had around because he had Travis Kelsey, who for most of the season was not the Travis Kelsey we know and had receivers dropping balls for him left and right. Um, where... I mean, where does this rank, and where does he rank now in on the all-time list? Because uh, to me, he's Pat. There's no one in the league currently that is on his level. So there's not even – we don't need to compare. Like, no one compares to him. So it's now he's compared to the all-time greats. Where where do you put Mayo him? Connor. Nobody compares to you. Yes. That's um, a terrible impersonation. All-time, I would probably – I'd, pro- I'd put him third. I'd put him third. So obviously, um, Bray, who's if two? He, if I got would, him third. for the moment, for the moment, I said on my show earlier this week, I said that he's better than Montana. I retract that. Montana is ahead of him, but not for long. Not for long. Montana also Jerry Rice. Yeah, but Mahomes has had Kelsey. I mean, we can do this all day. Kelsey is not better than Jerry Rice. He isn't, but Kelsey is still a first ballot Hall of Famer, top five, top three greatest ever in his position. So he is, but he's still getting, not Jerry Rice. I mean, would you rather have Jerry Rice, the greatest wide receiver of all time? Or I know people don't like to say Kelsey's the greatest tight end, but would you rather have the greatest tight end of all time or the greatest wide receiver? Doesn't matter at the end of the day. They both he also had Roger Craig, who was an unbelievable running back. He guys, had John Taylor guys, guys, on the guys, other guys, side. Guys, 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 you're getting wrapped up in semantics, okay? Mont- it's simply based on the premise. Montana has four. Mahomes is eventually going to get four, and he's going to catch him. Because it, with due respect, Montana played in, played in an era where you could assault and beat the living shit out of football players back in the day. Nowadays, you breathe on a player. It's a 15-yard unnecessary roughness, unnecessary roughness penalty. It's, it's, not, it's not that deep. It's somebody, Mahomes has three. If he wins one more, whether it's next season, 2025 or 2026, he'll eclipse, he'll eclipse Montana. It's nothing. It's nothing more deep than that. It's just that Montana has got four, and and four and zero for the moment beats three and one. But four, but four and one trumps trumps four and zero if Mahomes wins his next ring, which could be you know as soon as if not next season, then twenty twenty five. What do you think, Crapper? Um, but you know who's not number two. Joe Trapea? Yeah. Uh, besides Joe Trapea. Who? Dan Marino. <laughs> oh, damn it. Tyback's gone, too. <laughs> nah, he's trying to make Warrior mad. <laughs> hey, Warrior. Where are you, Warrior? Where's Warrior? I don't hear Warrior. Where, yeah. Where, so where? What, what do you think? Is uh, Mahomes three, or you got him higher on the list? 
Um, I have Mahomes right now, number two. I think he's got to be number two. I don't see how he's not number two at this point. Mm-hmm. I mean, how how can you? Again, Montana's got the extra Super Bowl, but just from sh- I mean, Montana still had a lot of you know not great years. Um, he had the one run, um, but I, I think Mahomes did has done more than Montana with less. So I'm, I'm going to go with uh, Mahomes is two, and uh, Brady's still the goat, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. I think he's two, and I. What's crazy is I know I get this is his seventh season, but it's really only he's only played six, so he's already the second greatest quarterback of all time in six seasons. And I think what's really disappointing if you're a team in of a, a fan of a team in the AFC was this by far was the weakest offensive team that they had. Now I know they had a, an excellent defense this year, but th- if, if you were going to get Mahomes, this, this was the year to do it because everyone talking about, Oh, they got to go on the road. He's never been on the road. I didn't buy that crap. I mean, please, it's Patrick Mahomes. Like, really, he's afraid of going on the road in a playoff game that's going to bother him. But this was the year to get him. To me, like, the the Baltimore Ravens, if you didn't get him this year, you're never getting him. You're never going to beat him. This was, like, the best Baltimore Ravens team. I wouldn't say never because there were were years that the – I mean, there were years that the Ravens were able to get through Tom Brady. So, I mean, it's – I mean, mean, he can, you know – at the end of the day, no, no great player in any sport wins I'm, every single year. I'm, he's not going to win every single year. But to me, I mean, is is Lamar Jackson all of a sudden going to get better? I think we saw I, the best listen, version of Lamar Jackson, right? Well, he in he's not like that. In fairness to Lamar Jackson, you guys know how critical I've been on him in the past. It's not like that he's some over the – he's not – I understand he's getting older, but he's not over the hill. He's, I know he's not over the hill, he, but I'm saying, he, he is he going to get better? Where he can, uh, he can. where he's, is he going to get better? Well, time will. Well, he's only been out of the play. Their off season starts has only lasted like three weeks. I'm I get sure. that, but I'm John, saying, I'm saying that where, I'm saying that they all of these guys they're in the they're in the NFL for um, they're in the NFL for a reason. Their career is not even with Mahomes. Their career is not set in stone. So they got they do have time to fit, to not only improve their game. But to if they stay at it long enough, eventually they eventually they're going they're going to break through. Eventually, Josh Allen is going to beat, or and his team more importantly is going to find a way to beat Mahomes in a playoff game. They're and not. The, the Bills' is, window is closed. And Bills' window is closed. It's and closed. if the and if and the Ravens and all do fairness to them because unlike Buffalo and unlike Cincinnati who've played Kansas City multiple times in the playoffs, the Ravens have only played Kansas have only played Kansas City once. And the way that football works sometimes is that they could go into Arrowhead <laughs> next season in an AFC Championship game as maybe the five or the six seed and be nowhere near as good in the regular season next season or the following season as they were this year. They go into Arrowhead and they find a way to beat them. Football's no. weird sometimes. It, it is, it, but it no, Jai. I think I'm, I'm not. All I'm just saying is we, that you never, you never, you just never can say never. We've talked about Lamar Jackson needs to prove on his decision making and I agree. and his accuracy since he's joined since he's joined the league in what did he join the league in 2018? 
Yes. And have you seen an improvement? I have. In some Slight, ways. but in not much, ways, right? But that, that's but what I'm saying is, but nobody, he's but, not, but nobody he's not going to improve fixed. anymore. He's well, where he's at. We don't know that. He's where he's at. He's not going to improve. He, he can anymore. be where he's at in terms of he can be. He can stay where he's at in terms of maybe him never winning a Super Bowl, never getting there. Yeah, he's, but I not. don't. But I. It's, but I. I think it's very. It's vastly unfair to tell to 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 say that a player that's won the MVP twice now. I mean, it's him, Mahomes, and Aaron Rodgers, the only active players that can say that can say that. It'd be unfair even for him. To say that that he's never going to improve as a player the rest of the rest of his career, I winning a Super Bowl is one thing, but to say that he'll never improve that this is that, like in terms of his his uh, his his uh, characteristics as a quarterback and and as a and as a player and as a leader are set in stone. That's not fair to say. I don't care if Mahomes wins ten championships. That's not fair to say. I just don't think he's. He's where he's at. It's not saying that he sucks. I'm just saying I think he's where he's at. And if he improves, it's slight. But I think he needs to make a big jump. And he's been in the league long enough that the jumps that he needed to make in decision-making and accuracy haven't happened. And I don't see it getting better. And until that happens, those Ravens teams will always come up short. It's what we talk about. There's regular season Lamar that wins the MVP, and he's amazing. Okay. Yes. But then there's playoff Lamar. And playoff Lamar reared his ugly head on Championship Sunday. Mm. And the Ravens lost. They had him in Baltimore, and they blew the game. I see. I actually and, don't say. Lamar was ahead. not good on that game. Yeah. I would actually argue that playoff Lamar wasn't even having a chance to, you know, to get there because they're throwing the ball all over the place instead of running it. If they just run it, it's not an issue. Well, that's and that's what's going to be the the problem. Is always it's going to be like that, and playoff Lamar. I just they didn't beat him this year. Believe me, the Chiefs' offense they're going to address that this off season, and it's going to be much improved. And you're not going to have this same chance with Mahomes, Dinkin, and Duncan, and them winning games twenty three to twenty. They're going to find they're going to go back to a they're going to find a way to get back to a high powered offense, and no one's going to be able to score with them. It's just what's going to happen. And, you know, I think, like you said, the Bills, they're $50 million over the cap. Diggs seems very disinterested. Who are you going to get the, in there to, for Josh Allen to throw the ball to? And are they going to be committed enough to the run to, to win? Because, that, that, like I said, I said this, what, two years ago or last year when they last lost. Season. Last season. I said they need to do like what they did with John Elway and the Broncos and totally change how they play football. And that's the only way that they'll win, where it's a run-first team and Josh Allen compliments that. And that ain't going to happen until much later in his career. So believe me, the, to me, the Bills' window is closed. The only way you're beating well, the Chiefs... Well, a co- well, well, hold on. If you if that apparently that happens and they win, you know, and I'm, what, well into my 30s and you guys, you know, got one foot in the grave. And Josh oh, wow, Allen thanks. Ch- I'm joking. Relax, <laughs> calm down. Uh, and Josh Allen happens to win a Super Bowl, and hell, Elway won back to back his final two years. Then his window isn't closed; it's just it's just suspended. Well, I said it's closed for now until they have a a drastic change in how they decide to play football. 
so just like I said, how, so but temporarily, John Elway. temporarily closed. Yes, it's closed until I see that he can play mistake-free and let them run the football instead of I'm Josh Allen and I'm the reason that they win football games and I have to do everything to win the game. And he's shown he can't do that. Um, I know this, your Bengals window, it's like this year, Jai, because they don't have a choice. They they better get they better pull their heads out of their asses because and find a way to get. I know you keep thinking there. T Higgins is this team player and he ain't he going is. anywhere. Yes, believe I, I'm going off of what he said. Okay, you don't think the up. guy wants to get paid? You think he's going to take a a friendly discount to stay with the Bengals forever? Listen, if he loves his homeboys and he wants to, uh, and he likes playing with Joe Burrow and and sees that the team's knocking on the win, knocking on the door for them to win a championship, he's not. T Higgins isn't isn't gonna you know say fuck that and you know sign with the damn uh, I don't know uh, this you know the Chicago Bears. So it's just that's just not gonna happen. Crapper, do you see this guy taking a team friendly deal just to stay with the Bengals? No. He's going to take his $20 million a year and go somewhere else. Yes. He's already getting yeah. paid over $20 million right now. And but that's because of the the tag. They're not going to sign him that contract. You don't I keep that. telling you, Jai, they cannot stuff. afford to pay three players $100 million. On top million. of the fact, T. Higgins is not a number one wide receiver as much as everybody wants to claim he is. Well, that but, well that too. That, yes, that's but important I know you keep saying that, Jai. Someone will... I might. It's not that I'm ignoring. Someone is going to pay him $25 million. A team that needs a wide receiver. We're going to have Kenny Galladay round two. Yes. It doesn't mean that he's, I think he's this great receiver, but someone is going to pay him because they need a receiver. And they're like, well, we'll pay you $25 million. And the Bengals will be like, well, the best we can do is 18 because we have to make sure, you know, Jamar Chase gets paid and we can't afford to pay. You, Joe Burrow, and Chase, a hundred mil- over a hundred million combined. They can't do the it. The bigger issue is that defense is going to suck. Yeah, if well, they, they pay, well, here's what they got to spend do. all the money gotta, on three players. Well, here's what they got to do. They got to uh, take a page out of the Chiefs book and actually learn how to draft NFL ready elite talent on defense. To hell with. Well, what if Brock Bowers, the tight end at Georgia? What if Brock Bowers drops? I don't give a shit about no Brock Bowers. Brock, we are not a Brock Bowers away from winning a Super Bowl. What we need is to beef up the interior offensive line and get better on defense, preferably in the second, in the secondary, and and with and with our D tackles. That is what's keeping the Bengals from going from winning a Lombardi. Not the not the lack of of, of another shiny ornament tight end. I'm tired of I'm well, tired of hearing that. Yeah, and I don't know if it's really that the Chiefs draft NFL ready talent on defense. I I think Spags just knows how to coach man and puts I mean, those Sp- guys I mean, in great positions. Mean, yeah, Spags knows how to coach, but I mean it, you can't you can't you can only coach up a scrub up to up to a certain point. They do they give the Chiefs front office credit. They have drafted some damn good talent the last handful of years. Oh yeah, and that mat and that and that and that matters. You draft damn good talent and and mix it with the great coaching, you get what you're getting with Kansas City. But you can have you. you I don't give a damn if it's Spags or if it's Bill Belichick coaching your defense. You draft motherfuckers that can't play. It's only going to do but with so much. Well, I correct me if I'm wrong. I think. All these guys that get drafted have NFL talent. 
It's just the not, coaching. Not can the coach everybody. can the coach tap into it? And I think Spags is a excellent coach and is able to tap into it. And uh, as you are, Crab, are you surprised he hasn't gotten another like head coaching opportunity? Um, no, not really. I, 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 I mean, sometimes you just wear out your welcome, and then you you kind of. Like, you just can't catch on because nobody wants to buy into that system or it's just not your time. So, I mean, I, I like, I mean, does he deserve one? Probably. But there's a lot of other guys that deserve it out there, too. So, mm-hmm. I'm, 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 I'm indifferent on it. And not everybody, and also keep in mind, too, not everybody that's a, that's a good coordinator or a great coordinator is made out to be a great head coach or a good head coach. Like, I guess that. Exactly. He was awful with. Right, he was awful with the Rams, but he he's been Andy Reid's DC for the last handful of seasons, and he's been great. Well, yeah, That's he's won thing. three I mean, nothing, Super Bowls, and there's with and there's, great game plans for the Chiefs in those Super Bowls. And there's so. nothing wrong with that. I would rather be I would rather be a damn good assistant executive that wins awards ad infinitum and helps a trip and helps uh, contribute to a to an organization or a company or a team's success than rather be the head of a company and me be awful at it and you know I'm not winning anything I'm not making anybody any money no it's just sometimes sometimes not everybody is meant to be yeah. you know at the top of the food well, chain. I, maybe you I'm know, a, okay um, maybe he doesn't get a coach. I'm just surprised he hasn't gotten any like interviews. Well, other guys like Dan Quinn and guys that probably shouldn't even get interviews are getting interviews. And Spagnola has, he's got the credentials that you should, I would think at least interview him. Right. And I'm not, I'm so, not, and I'm not disagreeing with that either. Another thing that you also got to keep in mind too, is that Spagnolo, he's not old, old, but he's like, you know, no, on the negative, he's on well, like the, the negative side. I of, think that's something 50, we learned 55. through this coaching cycle is they'd rather go with a young guy who's in his thirties or forties than the proven commodity, like a Vrabel or a Belichick who, or Carol who were older. They'd rather go young. It seems to be is the new thing, but right. we'll see. Um, I guess that wraps it up for the Super Bowl, guys. I mean, um, I know you want your Valentine's Day rant, but let's talk. Yes, Justin Fields, and I want to go to you first, Sugar Shane. Are you still with us? Yeah, I'm here. Okay, because we've had this talk, and the, there's talk of the Bears <clears throat> moving on from Justin Fields. Yes. Would you like your Raiders to go and get a guy like Justin Fields? Great question. However, I did want to just circle back to something that Jai had said before about go Higgins uh, going to Chicago. Hey, you want to talk about a soldier soldier field heist? There you go. <laughs> but uh, yeah, no, getting back to what you were saying before. Now, here's here's the thing with Justin Fields. I was all on board with it. And I don't know. I, I'm, I'm actually kind of on the fence because. Uh, Pierce, uh, AP has gone out and got himself a fucking staff. Like he's got Luke Getze as the, uh, offensive coordinator now. Now I know you guys are probably thinking, oh my God, that's such a Raider thing to do. However, hear me out. 
Chicago was third in the league in rushing, which is the Raiders' bread and butter with Josh Jacobs, although he's a free agent, but he can walk. I don't give a shit because we've got Zamir White in the wings here. And he more than he proved himself the, the last few games, and he actually and he tore up Kansas City on Christmas Day. I'm just gonna yes, he did. Just going to keep throwing that out there. But um, <laughs> Fields actually came on strong like he did last year in the second half of the season when he came back from injury and he looked fantastic dj moore actually put up like a 1400 yard uh receptions uh yards season um we've got Devonte adams we've got jacoby myers we've got trey tucker i mean i you know might not be a bad thing if we don't get justin fields i'm on Jaden daniels that because that's who it is mm-hmm. okay so but you would accept like if they traded for fields you would be happy I'm on board. Absolutely. Yeah, he's mobile. Uh, you know, God, are you going to need that in this division with a Harbaugh <laughs> coming on board? But yeah, uh, yeah no, I'm, I'm absolutely with it. He's got a great arm. I'm sure, you know, you know Adams will adapt quickly. I'm, there's no problems there. Myers will adapt. Tucker will, I, I'm calling it right now. If you need a, a WR4 in your fantasy leagues, <laughs> okay. Thank me later. We will. Um, Crapper. Do you think the Bears are crazy for considering to trade Justin Fields? No. He's not a winning quarterback. He's not going to get you to a Super Bowl. Might as well cut bait now. Get what you can get from. Get your quarterback with your pick. Although I, don't, I think Caleb Williams is a bust personally. I don't think he's going to I think be, so too. I don't, I don't think, think he's going to be very good. I think he has a very, very weak constitution. And uh, he Mahomes... I wouldn't even put him, use the word Mahomes light. I use like uh, homeless Mahomes. <laughs> and that's funny. And, uh, you know, oh, Bubba Wallace is in the lead, by the way, dual two with Daytona. Um, but uh, <laughs> with all that being said, um, I, I don't. I just, why be stuck again for another four years, five years? If you're keeping them, you're paying them. Mm-hmm. And so if you're paying him, you know, you're expecting him to do something. And he hasn't shown you anything, you know, he, he that's it. He's Lamar Jackson light. That's what he is. And that's not going to win you a Super Bowl. The defense is going to get better there. You can get, you know, with if you take trade fields, you get number two. You probably take that number two, your number two, and your other number one, move it up. You probably move up and get another player. And well, you they, go and you ride and die. I just, I don't, he's so young and he's only three years in the league. I just don't see why. Well, what has he shown you in three years to make you think that he's going to be any good? I thought, like Shane said, he has shown a lot of, he showed a lot of improvement in the second half of this year. He, I thought he was actually good in the first half of the season and then he got injured when he missed those couple of games, then when he came back, he was good again. And the defense was not good the first half of the season. So they were putting up points. It's just yeah. the defense was letting up points like crazy. And once the defense finally got better, they were winning football games. They were and in contention too there for a little bit. They also, like you said, DJ Moore had a 1,400-yard season with him, and he was very good. And I think, to me, you're better off you sign him, and I don't. You don't even. I think you can sign him for like a Daniel Jones deal, like forty million. And forty million for a starting quarterback in the NFL is cheap. 
And so I so, think – go ahead. So here's my problem, all right? First of all, completions percentage this year, 61.4, okay? Still nowhere so near six, good. So 60s is no good anymore? Low like, 60s is, that? is not good. Um, 25-62 passing, average under seven yards a pass. That's not good. Um, 16 touchdowns and nine interceptions, not great there. Not even two-to-one ratio. And if you go through his stats, passing stats, the last eight weeks, all right? The last uh, one, two, three, actually, uh, let's see. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. I don't want to count the injury game. Uh, 169, 217, 223, 166, 170, 268, 148. And if you actually want to take everything into account, all right? So in those last uh, seven games for the season, he threw uh, one, two, three, four, five touchdowns to three picks. Eight of his 16 touchdowns literally came in two games versus Denver, and who had god-awful defense, and Washington, who had a god-awful defense. If you take those two games out, take out both those games, all right, the guy this year throws for 1,900 yards. He has a total of eight touchdowns to eight interceptions. And his QBR is under 80. And his completions percentage is probably under or very close to almost being under 60%. So if we take, I mean, literally, he had two good games all season. That's it. All right. Yeah. Okay. I just think he's he's improved. And it, I... I hate quitting on a guy, especially like you said. I don't believe in the Caleb Williams kid either. I think he's, like you said, he's kind of weak when it comes to like intestinal fortitude. He's soft. Yeah. Mm -hmm. S so a, a w, w f t soft. So yeah, I I mean, are you gonna draft Drake May instead? I don't know. To me, I think you keep Fields, you trade back, and you draft Marvin Harrison Jr. and get some extra picks, and then now you got Marvin Harrison Jr. with DJ Moore. That's a pretty potent one-two punch. Don't mean shit if you don't have a quarterback that's accurate enough to throw the ball to them. You know, I think he, I think he's better, but we'll see. I mean, what do you think? So you keep saying it. What do you think they realistically could get in a trade for Justin Fields? A two. So yeah, a two. Yeah, that's a high, a high two. Okay, so who's giving them a two? And John, you could jump into who do you think's giving them a two? Mm, would Atlanta give him a two? I mean, if I'm Atlanta, I would want him, right? Uh, yes, because Desmond Ritter is just awful. <laughs> they need a quarterback, and you have Kyle Pitts, you have Don, you know Deonta Foreman, and you got Drake London. So you have offensive weapons, and you add. Justin Fields to that, I think would really help. Forgot the is, Robinson. That's yeah, what I meant. I'm sorry. I don't know why to, I said Deontay Foreman. Bijan Robinson. Yeah, I don't know why he was on. He was actually on the Bears this year. Um, Easier division to compete in, too. Yes. The other thing is, if right, if you're trading a two, you're also you're also signing him right long term. Yeah. Uh, if all goes well, yeah. Yeah, they well, signed no. to a three-year deal. No, I'm saying you're not trading a two because he's on the rookie deal, right? So he's already played three years. 
you're not letting him play this year and letting him go and giving up a two, right? Obviously, I think you're going to sign him. So what, you know, how much are you signing him for, Crapper? If, you know, say the Falcons give up a two. Well, I mean, remember, he's got to agree to the contract. I would, I would, if you give up a two, um, and he's got one more year left in the rookie deal, I, you know, you give him a two year extension on top of it and you give him an extra 66 million. All right. So you're only willing to pay Fields 33 million a year. Yes. Okay. Do you think he go? Do you think he goes for that guy? Thirty-three million. At this rate, yes, because J- Justin Fields is not in a position of strength. Whatever a team finds him useful, and th- and they and a team that's willing to trade draft capital to get him because they have confidence in his ability. He, you know, he's not in a position where he's top 15 quarterback in the national I'm going to throw you an oddball team out there. Where he can pick, you know, what team he wants to go to and for what money that he's willing to sign. No, if there's a team all out of the Atlanta Falcons that feels that he's $20, $25 million a year, you know, worth a damn, then he's going to sign there. He's not in a position of strength. He's in a position of of what team needs me the most, and I'll go play for them. Go ahead, Crapper. Go ahead. I'm going to throw a sleeper team out there to make a trade. Go ahead. Why not the New York Jets? Oh, we should have just drafted him is really what we should have fucking done. (laughs) Good point. Woody Johnson said you need a backup. We do that. The thing is, we don't have it. And you give him a year under Rodgers to learn. But we don't have a two, right? You have next year's two. The Bears, if I'm trading fields, I'm not. I want a draft pick this year. I don't want next year's two. So the Jets don't have a two. And if it takes a two. This year's three and next year's two. I I would like. I'd like fields. My thing is. Right, you guys keep saying like a two-year deal. If I'm trading a two, it's because I believe in Justin Fields and I think he's my starting quarterback, and then I'm signing him for four years. And I'm trying to sign him for like 35, 40 million because I think that's cheap for a starting quarterback in the NFL. And honestly, if I'm a GM, I'm not making that trade. I'd rather tank another year and get more draft picks. Yeah, just all I mean, right? If you know you want to throw the Jets in there, right? Honestly, teams that need quarterbacks, you got the Falcons, the Raiders, the Jets. Do the Vikings need a quarterback? Because is Kirk Cousins sticking around? But, I mean, I, I don't think the Bears are trading him in division. Commanders need a quarterback, right? Yes. But, I get. I mean, what do they pick? Are they picking two or are they three? Yes, they're two. So, they're probably yeah. drafting one. The Patriots need a quarterback. They're picking three. Do they want to take the third best guy? Um, right? The Steelers, they just dropped Mitch Trubisky. Are you running it back with uh, Kenny Pickett? I mean, is, do you think they that's might. the answer? They might. Yeah, but I mean, would you rather have Justin Fields or Kenny Pickett? Uh, Kenny Pickett. Wow. Okay. But the, it's not saying much. No, 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 no. Um, Fields also oh. ran for 650 yards last season. Too. I know. Gotta I, I, you got to add that in there, but that's, yep. you know, 
I agree with you, Shane. I think he's good. Oh, yeah. Um, who's another team that? Uh, if you're the Seattle Seahawks, are you ready to move on from Geno Smith? They better be. Yeah, didn't they announce they were keeping him on the roster for? I guess he was getting a nine million. Yes, but I think it's because his like his salary next year is like only like twelve million or something. So he's actually pretty cheap for a starting quarterback. They did last year. It was only like a two year deal, though. It wasn't a big, they didn't do a big deal for Gino. Who's another team that could use a QB? Commanders. We said them, but I think they're going to draft. I know it's like the Falcons, the Raiders. I think the Steelers probably need one. I was going to say the Titans, but I think they're going to run it back with Levis one more year, at least to find out what they have in him you want to say the jets giants need a quarterback what do you think about that crap or would you want justin fields on the giants i'm not responding to that (laughs) (laughs) i mean you need a quarterback i'm not responding to that you're not responding to that i'm not responding to that We're not we're not discussing anything about the Giants quarterback situation on the show today. today? I, I, no, I, I, you know what? My birthday's next week. I am not depressing myself before my birthday yeah. next week. Oh, Giants well, maybe maybe next week we'll start with the NFC East. So you will have to talk about the Giants quarterback situation next ne- week. Next, next week I turn I turn into your decade there, Sarge. So there you go, forty. All right, another one on the show. Ah. Uh, like I think there's enough teams that need a quarterback, and Fields is interesting enough that I'd, you know, listen. If we didn't have Rodgers, I'd be all about getting him and signing Fields to like an extension, like you know, thirty-five, forty million a year. I think that's a smart deal because I think I think he's good enough. But all right, uh, enough of the Justin Fields talk. Yes. Yes. Oh, Lily says happy birthday, crapper. Um, Thank you. Thank you very much. I know Jai has a Valentine's. What is your Valentine's Day rant, Jai? I mean, it's nothing out of the normal. And if you've listened to me on this program in the past, and if you've been a subscriber and avid listener to my show for the last five years now, it's nothing. (laughs) It's not anything you haven't heard before. I'm just... I hate the holiday. I can't stand it. It's Fugazi holiday. It's made up. It's garbage. It's horseshit. Um, you when know, you say it, you say Fugazi, not Fugazi, Fugazi. Fugazi, Fugazi. It's there you go. It's a woozy. Yes, I, I'm just. There you go. I'm I'm sick of it, man. I'm just I'm I'm, I'm tired of it. The idea that that uh, we got that we as fellas got to break the bank and send ourselves to the poor house <laughs> because it's because the calendar says February 14th is a crock of shit. Um, I also can't stand the idea uh, of just, you know, everybody going out of their way to look like a bunch of stooges and douchebags on social media to post pictures of them and their significant other, which nobody in America gives a damn about. Uh, I can't stand it as well. Um, and it's just, I, I just, it's just awful. I can't stand it. You know, the waste of the flowers, giving people diabetes for Valentine's Day, known as candy. I'm totally against that as well. Uh, it's just, it, it's awful. I hate it. Um, why should there be, why should the, there be a day out of the 365 or this year, 366 days on the calendar 
that tells an individual that they should show love and appreciation to their significant other, their mistress, whomever. Like, why does the counter <laughs> have to tell you that? I mean, shouldn't you, if you were a boyfriend or, or a husband or a wife or a mistress or a girlfriend worth a damn, wouldn't you be showing you, the person that you say that you love, you know, constant love, you know, on July 23rd? What I mean, February 14th. I mean, just... Oh, and again, it's it's. I think that it was a uh, uh, a holiday uh, hoax, mark you know, a scam, whatever you want to call it, a scheme uh, by created by the Fortune 500 uh, companies to take all your money away, so you won't have any money left for Black History Month to remember Uncle Ben cooking rice. So I just I can't stand that. <laughs> Oh man, Jai. Oh. When Jai shoots, he don't miss. Oh my goodness. Goddamn right. You know, you know there's a holiday for men too, right, Jai? But we all know stars just <clears throat> I said there's another day that's a holiday for men, Jai. Did you know that? What, our birthday? No. What, steak and a blowjob day? There you go. <laughs> exactly one yeah. month later, March 14th, steak and blowjob day, Jai. Fluffy Cuffs, who told me? Society told me. Society told me that that if men don't essentially, you know, uh, spend an entire paycheck's worth on their on their woman, then they should be thrown out to the curb. Now, maybe things have changed, but in society that I've been a part of for almost twenty two years, okay, that's been uh, that's that's been the expect that's been the expectation. That's been. I mean, I want to ask the. Older gentleman in the group, um, Crapper and Shane, were you ever expected to spend a whole paycheck's worth on a Valentine's Day gift? Uh, no. Shane? Nah, dude. <laughs> yeah, I don't know where you got that from, Jai. You're definitely not supposed to spend a whole paycheck. Pajamas okay? and lingerie this year. Uh, that was that was the that was the uh, right. the choice. Yeah, I got Lily like a forever rose. Loves it. Black. Loves it. You mean you didn't get her uh, something from uh, IHateStevenSinger.com? <laughs> no. Well, I think you could get I think what I got you could get from ihatestevensinger.com. So, I think they sell those on there too. I've never actually been on that before. Well, and by the way, and where did you take her to dinner uh last evening? Yes, that had us postpone oh. our program. <laughs> Do you want to hear this? Yes. So this is a good story. I'm waiting to hear that. I'm all right. So, I'm to hear it. So, I was supposed to be in Tampa all week, right? for a, a work event and um we now, finished you, our by the way, while you were in tampa did you happen to stop at hogan's uh beach shop no well he's that oh that isn't clear water i didn't even think about water. it fuck I, I know i should have went um <laughs> we <laughs> so let me got something brother. we got there sunday 4 30. so enough time to get the rental car drop the bags at the hotel and get to a bar to watch the super bowl right watch super bowl then i work Monday and Tuesday, like pretty long days. And we finished everything we had to get done. So I was able to get a flight home to be home Wednesday for Valentine's Day. Lily did not know. I surprised her. And when I did this. So we knew I, before Lily knew. Yes. <laughs> yeah, so I made. Oh, we got a big crash here in Daytona. Oh, no. So I made reservations. Oh, for the rest, I'm I'm she I made reservations for the restaurant Lily had picked for us. She had made reservations to go for this Saturday coming up. So I make the reservations. 
we get home. She, she, you know, she sees me. She's so excited. I'm like, oh, don't worry about dinner time. I made a reservation. She's like, oh, I'm so happy. So it's like the reservation for 45. At like 6.15, I go to check and see like how far the place is. And it says four and a half hours. And I'm like, what? Get the fuck out of here. So I look. And I made the reservations for the same restaurant, but it was in Burlington, Massachusetts, instead of Burlington, New Jersey. <laughs> oh, shit. You know what that sounds like? <laughs> Margaret's sounds- Mexican restaurant. Yes. No, it, what's the no, name of the place? That's it's it's not an- even the fun story. Tell them about your card in the Brazilian steakhouse. Oh, that was later. They're talking about last night. So then we didn't. We ended up just staying home. We didn't even go out to dinner. We ate at home. So. You know, we ended up that's that's what I but we did go out Valentine's Day on Friday before to a Brazilian steakhouse. And and I got a she wants the card said said she loves me with all of her boobs. And, and she made so she made me read it in front of the whole restaurant. <laughs> <laughs> like she makes me pull it out in front of the whole restaurant. I'm like, oh my god. Oh, and then she got me a cup. Like it says, best husband ever. It's got camo, an American flag. And then it says, I promise to always be by your side or under you or on top or on my knees in front of you. Yes. And guess what? I can't, I, of course, I cannot bring this cup to work at all. <laughs> it's NSFW. Yes. Y'all be getting in a lot of trouble. So I was like, thank you so much for getting me gifts that I can't bring, I can't take out of the house. You know, she's like, "Oh, why don't you put the card up in the in the office?" I'm like, "I can't." It has like, it says boobs and has a drawn picture of boobs. Like, I can't fucking have that in my office. What better is that than a rocket ship? Rocket ship. Oh my god. (laughs) Yes, that's. So I ended up. We ended up not going to dinner last night because I fucked up the reservation on Open Table. Interesting. Yes. All right. Crisis. Gentlemen. That does it for season four, the Wednesday Night Tailgate. He was at four seasons wow. of this. Can you hear that, Shane? Four seasons. That, that, wow. Yeah, yeah been, four, I have no words. Four seasons <laughs> of Sunday Crapper, four seasons of Wednesday Night Tailgate. We got the Paul Bunyan foot specialist joined. <laughs> <laughs> That's got to be like the doc. Doc finally shows up like, yeah, 20 minutes, like, as, you know, as we're going off the, the air. Yes. Yes, season four. Next week, we'll be back. Season five to kind of what what we will do, gentlemen, is we will go by division. We'll kind of recap the season and with a look forward to free agency in the draft and what we yeah. think each of these teams should do. Next week or in two weeks? You want to take a week off? I think we should take a week off. De- de- decompress. I'm also not around next week. But, okay. Uh, Decom, you know, de- decompress, you know. I just want to make sure. What week is the? When is the draft? The draft. Is it April twenty fourth? I'll look it up. May, April. I just want to make sure we can get each every division in before the NFL draft. It's April twenty fifth through April twenty seventh. Okay. Well, we're not so if we the take NFC, if we the NFC East, we can take care of in like five minutes. So we're gonna okay. We take next week off. So one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Yes, we can take next week off, do eight weeks in a row, and we will get to 
um, all divisions, and then the 24th we can do a little draft preview. So that's perfect. And, and so, don't forget, baseball season's right around the corner. Yes. NBA uh, playoff push is going to be happening soon. NHL trade deadline. WrestleMania yes. season. Oh, can't wait. I will be at WrestleMania. And, and, unless we forget March Madness coming up. Well, March, I don't know. Actually, this year could be a lot of March Madness because all these teams suck. By the way, uh, take a, speaking of basketball and March Madness, you gentlemen take a look at our Wednesday Night Crapper group chat, by the way. Well, here we go. Here we go. <laughs> that Jalen Brunson? No. No, that's – oh, that's Jai. Right? That's you, right? Yes. That At is least me. he knows whether he knows the right team to be wearing. Yes, he does. Um, so my battery's gonna die, gentlemen. Shane. Um just have like, you and Doc like, just like Blake Wheeler's uh, hockey season, yes. Yes. Have you and Doc made a decision on uh elimination chamber? Oh, I'm making the executive decision there. I sure as hell ain't getting up at five AM to watch yeah, a live yeah. that shit. <laughs> there you go. So, sometime on Saturday, you guys will will watch Elimination Chamber and yeah. do the Steel Cage Lounge. All Absolutely. right. Yeah. So, so make sure you guys check out for that. Um, anything you want us to put in crapper before we sign off? Uh, just remember, um, tax season is uh, fully upon us. <laughs> <laughs> and don't forget about the uh, Hummel and Edelman uh, Tax and Accounting LLC. Uh, if you check our website, you can see it. The winter referral special. So if you are a client and you refer somebody, you get a $50 Amazon gift card or $50 off your return next year. If you're not a client and still refer somebody to us successfully, we throw you still a $25 Amazon gift card. So Sarge, if you know somebody needs their taxes done, we can do it for them. And again, you get a $25 gift card out of that. I think that's pretty oh, solid. Not. I think that's pretty and, solid. And if you're one of our first 25 clients this year, you're in the running for a two hundred dollar Visa gift card. Wow! Look at you, Crapper. You're amazing. Awesome job, Crapper. I know. Great so uh, I expect to hear from Sugar Shane. He needs some taxes done. Uh, I can take care of those Pennsylvania taxes. Awesome. Yeah. Jai. Yes, sir. Yeah. Jai needs some income before uh, outside of Home Sense and not be uh, you know dependent you know <laughs> on some of the taxes. But Jai, just remember, you better take that American Opportunity Tax Credit and save uh, some money for everybody. Yes, absolutely. Right. 100%. And go ahead, Jai, plug your show because we have like uh, two minutes. If you want to listen to me rant and ramble about everything in the world of sports and some things on the outskirts of the world of sports <laughs> that are pissing me off, listen to the Amatella Cotillia's podcast, new episodes. Uh, Super Bowl recap uh, dropped on Monday. And there will be an episode coming at you tomorrow with a few more things about the Super Bowl to get off my chest uh, in terms of also I can panic about the Orioles because now apparently a third or a fifth of their roster is now dealing with injury when training camp literally just opened today for my Baltimore Orioles. I talked about that NBA at the all-star break and uh, whatever crosses my mind between now and uh, tomorrow afternoon. Is the doc here on two accounts? I have no idea. But Patrick Mahomes, I think uh, Crapper can yes, do your taxes uh, for you. We, we can absolutely do uh, Missouri State taxes. That there is, you go. Uh, just, all you have to do is download a button. Yes. So I want to thank everybody for joining us on our fourth season, wrapping it up. We appreciate everybody that listened. Sugar Shane and Tyback for joining us, original members of the Wednesday Night Tailgate. 
It's great to have you. Always welcome whenever you guys want. And I've had a great season with Ujai and Crapper joining us for the fourth season. And I look forward to season five after we take a week off to kind of, you know, digest uh, the season and then, you know, already get ready for the next season because I'm sure there'll be news that we missed and we will get to it uh, in about two weeks. So for Sugar Shane Falco, for Tyback, for Crapper, for Jai, I'm Joe Sarnsey, and this is the Wednesday Night Tailgate where the tailgate party never ends. We'll see you guys in a couple weeks. I hope you enjoyed Season 4 with us and come back for Season 5. We'll talk to you guys in a few weeks. Peace. Later.